Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap from the Black Letter Podcast, and you're listening to our Monday Minutes. Let's get started. I'm Tom Dunlap, and I'm here with David Ludwig. Black Letter Podcast and DBL are going to talk today about what exactly are punitive damages. We've all heard of punitive damages before, and you've probably wondered, well, what's a punitive damage as opposed to any other kind of damage? Well, according to Cornell Law School's Legal Information Institute, which is a fantastic website, the LII, punitive damages are defined and awarded in addition to actual damages in certain circumstances. So actual damages are the actual harm that occurred, and punitive damages are a punishment on top of the actual provable damages to punish the person who did it. They're typically awarded when a defendant's conduct is found to be particularly egregious or harmful to punish that person. Most cases, it's where the harm can't be easily quantified, caused by wanton conduct or gross negligence or extreme willful conduct. Uh, a judge or jury typically determines whether or not you're going to get punitive damages and how much those punitive damages are. In addition to punishing a defendant, punitive damages are intended to serve uh, as a cautionary tale to others in society. They send a message to others who might do the same kind of conduct that society as a whole is not going to tolerate that. And so a court of law or a jury can say, hey, we're really going to punish this defendant with a big punitive damage award so that other defendants won't do the same thing. And they can see that this is the risk that they face in addition to the actual damages. So they don't make a purely economic decision. An award of punitive damages is grounded in the legal theory that the interests of society uh, of the one person and the interests of the one individual or one individual company that are harmed can be satisfied by requiring a defendant to pay restitution. To talk a little bit about a very famous punitive damage case that was actually quite controversial, but a lot of people probably know about this, is David Ludwig. And that's the McDonald's case, David. Yeah, I think everybody's heard about the McDonald's hot coffee case. Uh, it's been uh, legal lore for many, many years now and was the work of some skilled uh, plaintiff's lawyers, I suppose. But it shows how punitive damages can be controversial. Faced with the requirement to pay punitive de damages, defendants often claim that the damages are excessive, unfair, harmful to their business, taxing on their insurance policies. Uh, recent arguments have been made that punitive damages might even be unconstitutional. Uh, but whenever punitive damages are discussed, of course, the famous McDonald's hot coffee case is likely to be a part of that discussion. In that case, 79-year-old Stella Liebeck was burned by coffee served by a McDonald's at a temperature so hot that she suffered third-degree burns over 16% of her body. Her injuries were caused in three seconds. Now, most restaurant coffee is kept at 160 degrees, and at this temperature, third-degree burns will be caused in 20 seconds. Not that much different from McDonald's's temperature, but a, a look, McDonald's's was obviously higher. Um, the idea with the 160 degrees is that consumers have a time to react before third-degree burn really sets in. McDonald's coffee was up at 190 degrees. And of course, uh, evidence was presented that Mrs. Liebeck was not the first McDonald's customer to be scalded by the coffee. The plaintiffs presented evidence that about 700 other people were injured in similar incidents before she was burned. Ms. Liebeck made an offer to settle her claim initially for $20,000. McDonald's countered with $800. The case went to trial, and Ms. Liebeck was awarded $200,000 in actual damages for her pain and suffering and medical expenses, uh, which the court redu reduced down to $160,000 because the court found that Ms. Liebeck was slightly liable 
or, or partially negligent in the burn incident. And then on top of that, of course, Ms. Liebeck was awarded $2.7 million in punitive damages. That figure also was reduced by the judge in the case to uh, only 480000 which is still roughly three times the amount of her actual damages. And Tom can discuss a little bit about what that case means for punitive damages. Well, so the McDonald's coffee case, which we've joked about forever, and your typical person is like, what? They sued for spilling hot coffee? Is that person dumb? But it's a prime example of the controversy over the value of punitive damages. There are those who believe that the punitive damages case in McDonald's uh, was excessive. And it makes McDonald's the victim rather than Mrs. Liebach, uh, who was the ultimate victim. Whether or not this is accurate is something that we'll have to debate another day. But the notoriety of the case has imposed, to some degree, a check on the system of punitive damages. Following the firestorm over the McDonald's case, jurors and other cases will likely think carefully about the impact of the figures they choose to award when deciding to award those damages. McDonald's also serves as a case to illustrate the importance of those punitive damages to the individuals. Mrs. Liebeck's injuries and her case were manifestations of a problem that had long gone unaddressed. So Mrs. Liebeck, for example, was one of 700 burn victims of McDonald's coffee. And the coffee was probably one of innumerable cups, probably one of millions that were served at a dangerous temperature. So this award of punitive damages perhaps was actually fairly reasonable. And it intended to serve as a faster way, quicker resolution, uh, deterring McDonald's from those kinds of issues in the future. I know we all see those things and we read a warning on something uh, and we say, hey, you know, probably a lawyer was involved in that. And you're probably right, but there's a reason for it. So you've got to take the good with the bad. Punitive damages serve a purpose. And when they're applied, dare I say, judiciously, they play an important role in our society. Thanks for listening to Monday Morning Minutes. This is Tom Dunlap and David Ludwig for Black Letter and DBL.